So I've seen one too many rants about all lives matter, and I'm just really, really tired of it. Listen, just because all lives should be equal to each other and matter equally does not mean that currently in the the uh, the world's state of being right now uh that it does like cuz i'm you know my skin is white uh, am i pro- predominantly white race wise uh, not exactly but you know 45% white um uh, and uh, so visibly white uh here's the thing i can walk down to the grocery store get a bag of sour worms and walk back without a policeman stopping me and then like either shooting me or putting their knee on on my uh on my neck so that I can no longer breathe and then I die. I don't have to go through that. Why? Because I look predominantly white. I I am, you know, I will never experience what a black person or Hispanic person or, you know, anyone of color has to go through. My best friend is black and lives in Texas and I love them dearly and you know when I heard that there were protests going on and then a hurricane and everything I know we go for like months without speaking because that's just how we are that's how our friendship is I know they're a busy person. They know that, like, I'm busy and sometimes have depression, so I don't always feel like talking. Uh, We still love each other very dearly and can go months without talking, but, like, I worry about them. Like, I worry for them because they are my best friend of, like, 12 years. They matter to me. And even if they weren't my best friend of 10 years and just someone I met, like, I'd probably still worry because, you know, as as someone who is of, you know, I'm basically a mutt. Almost everyone is. I don't know. But, like, not all lives matter currently. Just because... They should don't mean that currently they do. I would love for all lives matter. I would love to be comfortable enough to not check up on my friend to make sure that they are alive. Like, I would like to not worry about that. I know it's not something that, like, I deal with directly, but they are my loved one. (laughs) So they are my family. Everyone can tell me I'm irrational and don't... Some people might have, might tell me I don't have a right to feel this way because, you know, I'm... Just because I'm, you know, my skin tone is white, so therefore I'm a white person. But that is my friend. That is my family. If I lost them, I would just probably cry for, like, a whole month. I'm not even joking about that. I'm not a person who cries easily, so 
I would cry for like a whole month probably because they mean the absolute world to me. And I've been promoting Black Lives Matter throughout this whole process, this whole 2020 year. Like, even when people stopped posting about it, I I kept doing it. I like to remind people, hey, um, just a reminder, uh, Black Lives Matter. And, you know, because they, I mean, they should. They really should. And I'm really tired of turning on the TV or going to Twitter or Instagram and hearing about, like, all this, this shit. Because, like, like I said, I have a best friend who is black. And I have many other friends that are black. And, I, you know, but they are actually living closer to me than this one person. So, like, I can't just go up and be like, hey, you okay over there? Because sometimes I don't hear from them for weeks or months because they're busy and... As I stated before, you know, I know they're a busy person. I try not to annoy them. I've said this already. But, uh, yeah, just please, 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 I'm begging you. I am begging you to not do the whole all lives matter or white lives matter too. And to talk about how, you know, the Irish were slaves Like, oh my gosh, don't ever mention that. Like, uh, I just, you know, I have words. Do your freaking homework, okay? Because, like, the Irish were never really slaves, okay? Yes, at one point, they weren't ever really could, well, not ever, but at one point, they weren't considered uh, white for some reason, even though they are, like, the pastiest people I know. But they weren't considered, air quote, true white, air quote. Uh, even St. Patrick was apparently, um, supposedly, uh, I don't know, I, I need to do my research. I just started this in a fit of anger Because I saw something on uh, Instagram where, like, someone took a video of this white woman saying that uh, white lives matter too and went on a rant about, you know, uh, the Irish being slaves. Now, I don't know much about that, but I do know that the Irish were not slaves. I know this because my stepdad, I don't like saying stepdad because he is like a dad to me. But he he is Irish to the point like that his parents literally came from Ireland. Not not like they are descendants of Irish people. No, like they moved here in the US from Ireland. So they they are as Irish as it gets. And I, I love him dearly. He's just a oh He's an Irish Catholic, and, you know, (laughs) I'm not saying what my religion is, but it's not Irish Catholic, I'm telling you that. (laughs) No, sir, no thank you, huh?
No, I couldn't, I couldn't take that. It's too much. Um, but yeah, uh, just gonna say it again. Black Lives Matter. I don't care if it's a best friend or someone I just met. I have many friends of multiple colors and multiple religions, and I love them all equally, and I worry about them all equally, especially when there were, like, protests and the riots started happening. I checked up on each individual friend. I was like, hey, are you good? Are you safe? Are you going to the protests? Do you need water? Do you need band-aids? If you need a ride home, please let me know. I will drive there. I don't care about gas money. If you don't have, if you don't, like, have anything to offer me, I don't care. I will drive there. I will pick you up. And then I will make sure you are safe. Look, I, I have been certified and CPR and first aid since 2010. I do it every year. So I really do know how to take care of someone <laughs> other than myself. Uh, which is funny because, you know, I'm slightly, I say slightly, but, you know, disabled physically myself. Like in previous um, episodes, you might have heard that I have a cane. And a wheelchair, because I can't stand for long hours. But, I am the type of friend that will drop everything and come to you if you are in danger. But, I am also the type of person that if I drop everything and come to you and you're not in danger, uh, if you do, if you message me ever again in the future saying help, I need you to drive here. I'm in danger. I'm going to be like, well, tough shit. I'm not picking you up because guess what? I do not play the boy who cried wolf. I am not going to come to you if it's not an emergency. And you've already proven to me once before that you're going to call me for non-emergencies. Did I mention Black Lives Matter? <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh at that, but, like, I've said it, I know I've said it, like, three times. Uh, I'm just really tired of white people, people who, you know, my skin tone white, uh, just, (sighs) I need to take a breath. I am pacing. I do that when I am, you know, upset, as I pace, and I do, uh... I do, um, but yeah, I also, with 2020 not being able to, to work, uh, I have EBT, uh, literally every other Friday, sometimes I'll just go into the grocery store, buy as many canned goods as I can, and then I donate, donate those to the homeless, um, Please be kind to the homeless people right now. Uh, Not many people can get into a shelter because most of the shelters are full. Uh, Same thing 
with Section 8 housing. They cannot apply to Section 8 housing right now because they are no longer taking, um, you know, applications. At least where I live, which I'm not going to tell you where that is, but at least where I live, they're not taking Section 8 housing. I know this because since I don't have a job, I live with my boyfriend in, in this apartment, uh, they've raised the rent and he has low income, so we could qualify for a Section 8 housing or apartment, but we can't right now during the pandemic because they're not accepting any new applications because of the pandemic because too many people are like, hey, I lost my job and everything. And even with the job I was working, it did not pay for much. So, it, it, we we would have probably, we should have done, sec- I wish I had known about Section 8 housing before the pandemic. That would have been great because, like, I only got paid $9 an hour. And for those of you that don't know, uh... I'm on Medicaid also, that's irrelevant, except for the fact that, you know, Medicaid has this thing where if you live in a two-person home, the the minimum amount that you make a year is like $800 or something. I forgot. I need to look it back up. Um, but I, I made that last year. Or, well, not last year, but uh, 2019. And I almost didn't get Medicaid. Except for the fact... Wait, was it last year or 2019? Nope, yep, it was uh, technically 2019. I made the the minimum for a two-person living... Or maximum. I don't know how it goes. I just met met the uh, price range. Um, but in at the beginning of 2020, I almost did not get Medicaid. Because I, I met this uh, quota. Which is ridiculous. Because uh, living off of... No, it was $800. Because trying to live off $800 is is near impossible because this this apartment itself is like 950 and like who is doing this research and everything cuz like it's it's governed by state so someone in the state thinks that you know I can live off of $800 but I'm like but rent in itself is like 950 <laughs> like at minimum, it the rent itself is like $800. Try to find me something less than $800 for a two-person. You're not going to do it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that pissed me off. Uh, the lady, uh, I wanted to speak. I did not want to pull a Karen and speak to her manager 
but uh, part of me did because she told me to vote better next time. I'm like, but I didn't even vote for the people that are in charge currently, so what the f- They're not supposed to do that, though. They're not supposed to tell you how to vote, and that's the only reason why part of me is like, I, I want to speak to someone in charge, but I didn't do that because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I am. Okay, don't get me wrong. I am an asshole, uh, but I'm a very nice asshole. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm a complicated person. Uh, but yeah, so like you've got Medicaid only covering for rent, one month's rent, $800. Uh, when it's a, and for a whole year, for a whole year, $800 is the quota for two people on Medicaid, even though rent for two people in an apartment is, oh, would you look at that? 800 and up. Maybe 950. But like 800 and up. So realistically that ain't gonna work. Like and I was pissed off about that. I was really pissed off. So I almost did not get Medicaid. Thankfully I did tell them. And this is the truth. Because where I work is seasonally. I told them, I'm not sure if they're going to rehire me because, like, I have these leg problems. I've just started developing leg problems in 2019. Uh, I don't know if they're going to rehire me, and so I got Medicaid that way. I also got food stamps, uh, EBT, for, for me, and, you know... Uh, that was, that was, it's been great to me because apparently they sent it to me in February, but they, but it got returned because it, it went into the wrong mailbox and none of them thought to call me and tell me, Hey, uh, this delivered back to us. Because we have the wrong address, even though, like, I told them at the beginning of the thing that I had moved in my new address. And so, when September rolled around, I called back and was like, hey, you know, I was trying to apply for EBT, like, at the, at the end of, uh, or the beginning of September. And they were like... Oh, yeah, well, we sent that out in February. You're already approved. We already sent that out in February, but apparently it delivered to the wrong address and got sent back. And I was like, and no one called me. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, So now I have, like, $2,000 on EBT because they screwed up. And I keep trying to spend it. I really do. Like I said, I go to the grocery store every other Friday and just buy cans. As many cans as I can for the homeless. Because they take canned goods. 
And that's the one thing I can I can get them without actually spending any of my card money. Like my actual card is I I actually opened up a bank account before the uh pandemic hit. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's great. But um I feel like I've I've diverted from the real topic here. So for the fourth time before I sign out is uh Black Lives Matter, okay? Stop being a dick about it. Don't I don't care who you are. You know, I even had to explain to my mom why she shouldn't say all lives matter. I I handed her some information written by black people. Uh did I say that right? I don't know. Uh I don't know why I said said like uh people and I felt like that was weird. I don't know. <sighs> Just ranting. And sometimes my brain is stupid. But uh yeah, uh written by black people from the black perspective and everything explaining why you shouldn't say all lives matter. And she got it. She got it. She was like, nope, wait, you were right. All lives don't matter. I'm very sorry for what I said. And I will never say it again. And I'm like, good, good, excellent, good. <laughs> so, to everyone that thinks all lives matter, please do everyone a favor do your research and uh i don't know maybe maybe try to find those articles that are written by black people for for people who who don't who weren't educated that well in in these subjects cuz like growing up no one talked about these things uh, no one really talked about racism <laughs> It was something that was swept underneath the rug. I've done a lot of research on it. A ton. Because, you know, I question every single day. Am I being racist? Constantly. Uh, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that, like, one of my black friends apparently answered that in high school. Uh... I was literally reading a book and heard my name being called. And I was like, wait, someone said my name? What's being said about me? And this friend, black person, again, and uh, they were like, oh, I was just telling the teacher here how everyone in this school is racist except for you. And I was just like... Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's really hard to be racist when you don't know what the fuck you are. And I went back to reading. Because <laughs> it's true. I was adopted at a very young age. And so, like, uh, nowhere on the birth certificate or, or anything was any information on my parents' race or anything, uh, so, like, even from a young age, I was like, I could be anything, uh, it would be very stupid of me to, like, make fun of someone for their color or heritage, 
when I don't even know what the heck my heritage is. Like, I could essentially be making fun of myself and calling myself names. You, you know, like, my, it's just disrespectful, so. I was against it since a very young age, like, my mom did try. My mom did try to get me to, you know, when you're in school, uh, for some reason, I don't know about everyone else, but literally in school, uh, they sometimes gave out papers and it would say what your race was. I always circled or checked off other because I didn't know. And I'm not about to say that I'm white, you know, just because my skin tone is white don't mean shit to me at that age. It did not. And because I've known, I've met a lot of people with the same skin tone as me that's just not white. So who am I to assume? But then I did a DNA test and I'm only like 45% white and I'm honestly not that surprised. The 45% was German and instantly I kind of cracked a, a German joke about like, well, like that doesn't surprise me because, you know, I'm not about to say that joke. It's kind of very insensitive, but... Uh, it, the other percent of me is, uh, like, also 40, 40% is, uh, like, Spain and Italian. Those two aren't 40%, but I'm combining them. Like, I'm 20%, pers- uh, 20% Spain, 20% Italian... Uh, 19% British Isles, uh, 5% Asian, and, like, something percent, uh, Latino, basically, you know, Puerto Rican, uh, some other Mexican thing. I don't know. It's not right in front of me, so I can't list it off. And then, like, 0.2% African, which I was like, that doesn't really surprise me either. Because even scientists, scientists have said, if you take everyone in the world's DNA and trace it back far far enough, that it's going to show them as African, like... We all crawled out of Africa. And even people who have studied the Bible say that, you know, Adam and Eve possibly originated from Africa. So, it doesn't surprise me at all. But I looked into it. That 0.2% didn't even come from the same region in in Africa, like I'm 0.1% Nigerian and 0.1% Kenyan. And I'm like, those two are on the opposite sides of Africa. <laughs> like, uh, and then like I'm st- uh, an unknown percent of a race that was practically wiped out. 
don't know what it's called, but it was like in India. So yeah, there's that. Uh, got distracted by my cat again. I'm sorry. Uh, for the fourth or fifth time, I've lost count. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, talking about my DNA test. I got distracted again. I went on a rant. I do this every time. I am not someone who has a script in front of me. If I did have a script in front of me, I'm pretty sure this would go a lot slower because I'd be busy reading my lines. So I just tend to just go off the wall, off the rail, uh, everything. Crazy train, choo-choo. Here we go. We're going for a ride, y'all. Black Lives Matter. Okay, goodbye.